on 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This this is Newstalk. Well, it looks like we're going to have to get used to more of these fixed cameras on our roads. Hearing Drew Harris there on the news. He's also on the front of the Irish Daily Mail. Now, static cameras to tackle speed on our roads. Garda Commissioner Drew Harris wants to introduce them across the country's road network to address the rising numbers of road deaths. So, Drew Harris wants enhanced speed trap infrastructure, including the introduction of static cameras and the wider use of average speed cameras, like they have on the N7 around Tipperary, uh, which seems to be working very well. Uh, And Drew Harris also saying that drivers' attitudes must change too. So get ready for a big debate on the use of speed cameras. Are they shooting fish in a barrel? Are they saving lives? All of those sort of questions will be asked. The Irish Examiner front page, flights backed up over limited controller cover. Don't know if you're aware of this, but air traffic into Dublin Airport was left in chaos on both Monday and yesterday morning uh, uh, due to a shortage of available air traffic controllers. The Examiner says that on Monday, seven flights into Dublin Airport were left in a holding pattern over Knock Airport after Dublin's airspace was closed twice due to a lack of available air traffic controllers. Uh, This is due to a number of factors, including unscheduled sick leave. And uh, there has been a limited restriction of 30 minutes placed on arrivals into Dublin in the early hours of yesterday morning too. Again, it seems to be down to sickness. On short notice, a colleague says, I'm sick on the morning they're supposed to come into work. And obviously that makes things kind of difficult. So there could be a job there if you're interested in being an air traffic controller. Uh, I assume they'll be recruiting more. Pretty well paid job as well, as far as I know. And uh, it's interesting the impact it can have over flights and people's travel plans. Also on the front of the examiner, people afraid to speak up for Israel. This is the Israeli ambassador who was on the Pat Kenny show here on News Talk yesterday, if you want to listen back. And the Israeli ambassador is accusing the government of not being politically neutral when it comes to the Israel-Hamas conflict. Conflict, And she says people in Ireland are afraid to speak publicly in support of Israel. This is after they got uh, a number of reporters into the Israeli embassy yesterday to watch uh, the video of the Hamas attack Uh, earlier last month and that's the story coming from that press conference is that Irish people are afraid to speak up for Israel. They're not afraid on Twitter to do so, I should say. Uh, Certainly people very vocal here in Ireland on both sides for Palestinians and for Israelis. The Irish Daily Mirror, a foul liar or a good Samaritan, question mark, is the headline. The man accused of Ashley Murphy's murder told foul lies, uh, sorry, told foul and contemptible lies a court heard yesterday. Lawyer Anne-Marie Lawler added in her closing speech at the trial of Yosef Pushka that he tried to paint himself as a good Samaritan. The jury is due to begin deliberations today. They were some of the closing speeches and the remarks made by Anne-Marie Lawler. The Irish Times beef exports to China halted after BSE detected. Uh, and the timing of this really, really bad because we have Michal Martin in China and obviously the big focus of that is trying to encourage trade. And then we get this news yesterday that beef exports from Ireland to the Chinese market have been suspended after this case of atypical BSE. The Irish Times says it was during a routine Department of Agriculture test. Uh, it's mad cow disease is what it's known as. And it was detected by Department Veterinary Officials who were carrying out tests on a cow last Friday. And it's all being described as a blow to the agriculture industry here. Inside the paper's interesting one from the Times of London. 
about parents <clears throat> and how they're struggling with their children's homework. And you can understand this when you think back to your own school days as well. A survey of 2,000 parents of primary and secondary school children has found 34% were out of their depth with primary school homework and unable to help their child. I mean, it's amazing. This is primary school level and they're struggling. And then 44% of parents of secondary school pupils uh, believe that they wouldn't pass school exams if they had to resit the test. The biggest challenges for the homework, trigonometry. Uh, and that's always been very, very difficult as well. So examples here. What is the definition of an isosceles triangle? Uh, what is the black cat in French? What is the order from top to bottom of the colours of the German flag? What is the correct symbol for copper on the periodic table? These are all questions if you want to try and go back to school. Anyway, trigonometry, the biggest headache. 52% of parents unable to help with that, followed by algebra. Uh, 39% of parents couldn't calculate pi and 35% didn't understand the periodic table. Also parents struggling with the difference between a noun, verb and an adjective and uh, sines, cosines, tangents and the relationship to the angles of the triangle. All of these things are cropping up. You can understand how parents are struggling. Parents, on average, spending four hours a week attempting to help their children do their homework. 73% end up in arguments with their children over the homework and 87% think schoolwork has become more challenging than when they were in school. So things are getting more tough uh, in the classroom. The Sun has the very cheerful news about our drinking habits. Ireland, among the biggest binge drinkers in the world. A quarter of us getting drunk at least once a month and in a table of 33 wealthy nations on rates of heavy heavy episodic drinking, drinking, Ireland staggers in at a bleary-eyed number eight. Top of the list when it comes to downing six or more pints in a sitting are the Romanians over in Denmark. The figure is 37% of people having six or more drinks in a a sitting as well. So you can read about that in the sun. They've handily done a league table of the biggest drinkers and there we are in the top 10. We were telling you yesterday how to say Barbara Streisand's name. It's Streisand, not Streisand with a Z. The Irish Independent has more from her memoir today and she's revealing her biggest pet peeve about her fans her uh, memoir, by the way, is a thousand pages released yesterday and she has some advice for her fans if you happen to spot her out and about in public. Now, she doesn't be out and about that much. I think she lives quite a quiet lifestyle. But if you do happen to spot Barbara Streisand, you're not allowed to interrupt her if she's having a conversation. You're not allowed to ask her for an autograph and do not attempt to ask her to sing as well. She thinks it's disgusting that people come up to her and say, sing for me. She says, you may as well ask me to jump off a bridge than stand up and sing something for a stranger. Final story comes also from The Sun this morning and it's about housework. And shockingly, women do more housework than men. Women spend nine hours more a week doing household tasks than men and there's an unfair division of chores which is sparking five rows a month. Women claim they do 36 hours of housework a week and men say they do 27. Nearly three quarters of the women insisted they did the majority of tasks but 44% of men claimed they did the most around the house. The poll found women were mostly responsible for 10 of the 14 key domestic tasks So these are things like cleaning, tidying, hoovering, ironing, cooking, washing up, making the bed. Men look after paying the bills, looking after the car 
and gardening. This is a survey from Online Starling Bank of 4,260 couples and they say not many couples share the load equally when it comes to chores. On 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com This, this is Newstalk 